We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here we go. Uh, we were sprinkling in scores earlier in the season, and we were sprinkling in game reports uh, between Twins games and Ahead of Twins games, but here we go, college football final on the air between now and 6 o'clock. Steve Thompson, Jonathan Lowe, just like old times. Kerry Klatt has a day off today. Uh, we, we gave you some scores from around the area, the Northern Sun, the MIAC. We'll have the WIAC scoreboard coming up uh, later on as well, so if you're looking for those Wisconsin scores, don't go anywhere. But we want to jump right in with the Big Ten and the Top 25, and to kick us off, here's Jonathan Lowe. Ah, oh, that music, that introduction, it's just, it just is, it, everything is kicking right now. It's all, it's all great, it's all gravy, and all I got to say is on this very sunny, very bright Saturday afternoon, I want to welcome everybody to another Saturday in the fall, y'all. College football here, there, and everywhere, and we get it rolling in the Big Ten. Now, Gopher, Goldie Gopher has the week off. You know, they're, they're licking their wounds after that loss to Purdue, but there's still plenty of business to take care of across the conference. And we start in Evanston, where the other team on the other side of the river, Wisconsin, trying to get back to 500. They're looking good as they just kicked off in the third quarter. Wisconsin, 28 nothing lead over Northwestern. It is late in the second quarter in East Lansing, Michigan State with the ball trying to answer and get back in the game against Ohio State. Number three, Buckeyes lead 28-13 to over Sparty. Finals from earlier today, number four, Michigan had a tough tussle early on with Indiana and Bloomington. It was tied at the half, and it was tied through the main portion of the third quarter, but then Michigan got rolling. They pulled away late in the third quarter and went 31-10. Now 6-0 and on the season are the Wolverines. Also, Maryland and Purdue had a tough back and forth in uh, College Park. Purdue comes out on top at the end, 31-29. to Purdue now 3-2, and Maryland 4-2 and on the season. Later this evening, it'll be Illinois hosting Iowa in Champaign. Illinois 4-1, and the fighting Brett Bielham is showing some fight, showing some spirit as they try to get uh, take advantage of what happened to Minnesota last week and get toward the top of the Big Ten West. Last night, it was, a, it was an ugly one. In Piscataway, New Jersey, Rutgers got out to a 13-0 halftime lead. They could not score anymore. Nebraska gets back to 3-3 on the season. They win 14-13, come back to win over Rutgers. To the top 25 scoreboard, number 24 Cincinnati having probably a tougher time than they expected at home against South Florida. It is getting late in the fourth quarter. The Bearcats lead 28-24 and have the ball. Number two Georgia just got the second-half kickoff. 
and they fumbled away their first possession, and Auburn took advantage, got a field goal. That's all they've been able to muster against the Georgia defense today. The second-ranked dogs leading at home 14-3 early in the third. Number 7, Oklahoma State, they are down at home to Texas Tech 24-20 at the half. It just kicked off in the third quarter at the Rose Bowl. Number 18, UCLA leading number 11, Utah 14-10. At the half in Nashville, number 9, Ole Miss is in trouble. The anchor, the anchor of Vanderbilt, the Commodores trying to strike. 20-17, to 17, Vandy leads at the break. And uh, let's get to Arizona State, Tempe, Arizona, where number 21, Washington, they are in trouble. Late in the second quarter, just about to get to halftime, uh, the Huskies are in the red zone, but the Sun Devils lead 24-10. to 10. Earlier today, it was number 23, Mississippi State, taking down Arkansas 40-17. to 17. The Razorbacks have lost three games in a row. Number 17, TCU, Number 19, Kansas. Can I say, Derek, the game of the day in Lawrence, Kansas? Are you kidding me? Yes, Kansas was undefeated for the first time at 5-0 in ages. And TCU undefeated at 4-0. TCU comes out on top in a back-and-forth shootout. Number uh, number 17, TCU now 5-0 on the season, 38-31 the final. Number 8, Tennessee, they get to 5-0 as they wallop LSU, 40-13 the final there. It's uh, coming up now later this evening. Number 15, Wake Forest, will be at home against Army. It'll be number 16, BYU, on the road. Actually, it's going to be in uh, a neutral site. BYU and Notre Dame at Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. That's what? Weird. That's just weird to say. I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand. But that's Money. where it's going to be. Money. Yeah, yeah, money talks, <laughs> money walks. Number five, Boston, uh, number five, Clemson will be in Chestnut Hill to face Boston College. Number 20, Kansas State goes on the road to Iowa State. Number 13, Kentucky will be at home against South Carolina. Number six, USC, they will battle Washington State in what should be could be a very surprising game. Watch out for that one later this evening. Number 14, NC State looks to rebound from their loss last week. They host Florida State. Number one, Alabama will be at home taking on Texas A&M. Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. And number 12, Oregon, will be on the road taking on Arizona. Bear down, Stevie T, your Wildcats trying to spring the upset tonight. Uh, Finals and games going on currently in the Missouri Valley. It is the battle for Sodak in Brookings and it is all Jackrabbits. Uh, South Dakota State leading South Dakota 28-3 early in the fourth quarter. Earlier today, a tougher-than-expected test from the Sycamores. The number one-ranked Bison get by Indiana State 31-26. to It's Northern Iowa at home down to Illinois State right now late in the first quarter 10-7. to North Dakota will be in Ohio taking on Youngstown State. Uh, just starting just after the top of the hour. And the Pioneer League, St. Thomas, with an impressive victory over at O'Shaughnessy Stadium today, they get a win 27-16 over Davidson. Tommy's now 4-1 on the season and 2-0 in Pioneer play. So a good start to the season for St. Thomas at the FCS level. All right, very good, Jonathan, keeping us up to date on the Big Ten, the top 25 and FCS, and a big rivalry game in South Dakota, as he mentioned, with the Coyotes and the Jacks. 
going at it today in Brookings. And we expect a bunch of game reports from the Northern Sun, the MIAC today. Uh, we promised a WIAC scoreboard, and let's deliver on that promise right now. East of the St. Croix, it was Whitewater winning at Eau Claire 45-24. Uh, Lacrosse uh, wins big at Stout 42-21. Uh, Lacrosse football is back. They had some down years, but uh, once upon a time, a perennial power lacrosse wins that stout. Other scores out of the WIAC, it was River Falls beating Oshkosh today in River Falls. Nice win for the Falcons, 27-24, and Platteville wins at Stevens Point, 31-3. Now to the MIAC, and going into the day, here were the rankings. Uh, the D3Football.com Top 25. Of course, Bethel knocked off St. John's in Arden Hills in a big early season showdown. But the Johnnies go into the day ranked number 6, Bethel number 11. Well, number 11, Bethel beat Hamlin 49-14 to today. Uh, we should get a game report on that one. Concordia beat McAllister 36-7 to in Moorhead today. St. John's rolls at Augsburg 45-0. Hopefully Don Stoner will have time uh, from Augsburg to give us a call today. Gustavus hammers St. Scholastica in St. Peter today, 77-7. Uh, Gustavus and Bethel played a week ago, and uh, uh, the Royals were able to prevail down there. And the GOAT trophy on the line in Northfield, the battle in Northfield today. Carlton beat St. Olaf 26-7. The GOAT goes to the Knights. All right, let's jump over to uh, the Northern Sun, and let's start with the games that have gone final. Earlier today, UMD beat Mary 49-14. to We'll have a game report from Jeff Papas, uh, the voice of the UMD Bulldog football team momentarily. Bemidji State beat Concordia St. Paul 44-0. MSU Moorhead down Minot State 36 36- to 14. Wayne State upset visiting Minnesota State. And is it an upset? Wayne playing very well this year. 41 33 the final in that one. And it was Sioux Falls remaining unbeaten, taking down visiting Southwest Minnesota State 35 14. In progress, Augustana leads Upper Iowa at the start of the third quarter in Sioux Falls and in Aberdeen Northern State all over Winona State 35 14 at the start of quarter number four, and you're up to date on that scoreboard. And Jeff Papas did a game report for us when his game went final in Duluth. He is traveling at the moment. Let's turn it over to Jeff Papas for an update on UMD and Mary in the Northern Sun. Here at Mulaski Stadium this afternoon, the UMD Bulldogs won consecutive games for the first time this season as they crushed University of Mary 49-14. to A big day for freshman quarterback Kyle Waljasper rushed for 123 yards and four touchdowns for UMD on the way to a surprisingly easy win over a Mary team that had won for the first time all season in overtime against Northern State last week. Garrett Olson, 16 out of 23 through the air for 250 yards for UMD, but he also caught a touchdown pass on a throwback pass from flanker Noah Skifton. 15-yard play in the second half. Nate Elms also threw his first touchdown pass for UMD, but the day belonged to the freshman, Wall Jasper, with a terrific day for UMD, scoring touchdowns of 2, 5, 7, and 51 yards for the Bulldogs today. UMD racked up 565 yards of total offense. 
holding Mary to 207. They had 249 yards on the ground, 316 through the air. They held the Marauders to 66 yards rushing and 141 yards passing. The defense had seven sacks of Mary quarterbacks. They also had three interceptions. It was an easy day for UMD as they defeated Mary by a score of 49-14. to All right, very good. There he is, uh, the voice of the UMD Bulldog football team, Jeff Papis, uh, giving, getting a set report before he hit the road and uh, headed home after that game in Duluth, Today, once again, back to that Northern Sun scoreboard. Just two in progress. Augustana leading Upper Iowa 14-7. And Northern State leading Winona State 35-14 early in the fourth in Aberdeen. Quick break. We'll come back with much more. It is college football final on a Saturday here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It is college football final. Golden Gophers idle today. All the games have gone final in the MIAC and the WIAC today. And a check of those D3Football.com rankings going into it. North Central of Illinois ranked number one, Mount Union two, Whitewater three. Remember St. John's beat Whitewater in the season opener up at Clemens Stadium in Collegeville. Mary Harden Baylor is fourth. Trinity at Texas is five. St. John's six, but the Johnnies did lose to Bethel. Linfield seven. Uh, Johns Hopkins eight. UW Lacrosse, they got the W today. They're nine. Harden Simmons ten. Bethel, a big win today. They sit at number 11, so we will get more game reports on that. Out of D2, perusing the D2Football.com top 25 poll. Ferris State's number one, then Grand Valley, Angelo, Wachita Baptist, and Shepard. There's no teams out of the Northern Sun in the top 10. Sioux Falls comes in at 15. Augustana, 18. Remember, Sioux Falls beat Augustana a week ago, and that's it out of the Northern Sun. So just two top 25 teams. Uh, Sioux Falls did get a win today, and Augustana was winning, so those teams should hang in there in the D2football.com top 25 poll. Uh, 
we're, we're going to get a full game report on this one. Uh, but out of Moorhead today in the Northern Sun, uh, the Minnesota State University Moorhead football team defeated Minot State 36-14. to It was homecoming for the Dragons at Shields Field in Moorhead. Uh, Moorhead State now 2-4. And, and uh, Minot State fell to 0-6. Uh, the Dragons posted season highs and points and total offense while forcing three Minot State turnovers in the game. And we should be getting a game report on that one a little bit later on. We're going to bring in Jonathan Lowe, our producer on the program today, sitting in for Kerry Klatt. Jonathan Lowe and I have worked together on weekends for a long time here at News Talk E3OWCCO. First, I want to get your thoughts on the Big Ten. I will say, typically, Iowa-Illinois in the night game on BTN tonight in the Big Ten would be, eh. But with a huge games looming for the Minnesota Golden Gophers, one next week at Illinois, and then Iowa later on the season with Floyd Rosedale on the line, I think there will be Golden Gopher football interest in this Iowa-Illinois tilt in Champaign tonight. Absolutely. Anytime you have a future opponent on the schedule that you have some sort of way to watch, you're not having to do post-game, you're not having to cool down and, and, and or or anything after a game. You have a chance to just clear your, cal- clear your calendar, sit down, and watch these two teams and how they'll play against each other, you get a chance to really see Iowa's defense. The defense is still very stout, very demanding. You don't score a lot on Iowa's defense. Illinois seems to have picked up their their offensive level the last uh, this, this, this season in general. And so it's going to be interesting to see how Brett Bielema's offense, you know it's going to be very run-heavy, very heavy package, all that, how it stacks up against Iowa's defense. This could be a slog to get to not 30, not 21. This could be a slog to get to 14, and I'm dead serious on that. Uh, if if Iowa scores more than, than 17, they may win. Uh, if Illinois scores more than 20, they may win. You know, it's it's. I don't expect this to be Texas Tech-Oklahoma State, which is going on right now, which was 24-20 at the half. I don't expect yeah. it to be that. And, and I'm trying to find it right now at scoresandodds.com if you're into that sort of thing. Iowa, Illinois, the current over-under is 36-and-a-half, which is a ridiculously no, low number drastically in college. Low. And, and this game opened at 35-and-a-half, so it, it's gone to 36-and-a-half. And, and once again, I'm not a huge sports gambling guy. By rule, I don't gamble on sports. Uh for a number of reasons, uh, it's it's way too easy to get burned. But let me tell you this: I have a little experience. That is a ridiculously low number in college football. That's an insanely low number in pro football. Most pro football games, for instance, are in the forties. A lot of college football games jump into the fifties in a hurry. This is at thirty-six and a half. And the thing is, you could. You understand <laughs> that, that why people are taking the under. You understand. Yeah, 
That That's insane. So that's on the platter tonight in the Big Ten. Michigan won at Indiana. They pulled away late. Purdue survives a scare at Maryland. Uh, we'll have another rundown of the Big Ten, the top 25. We'll have game reports as well. MIAC, Northern Sun. We'll check the WIAC scoreboard as well. Tommy's get a win over Davidson today. Uh, we'll continue. College football final here on News Talk. E3O-WCCO. Underway in college football, final twin season over. Cleveland wins a thriller in the Major League playoffs. They advance 1-0-15. They win their series two games to none. Meanwhile, Toronto forcing a game three through five. Lead the Mariners 8-1. Later, Padres-Mets. San Diego could advance with a win. Phillies-Cardinals from St. Louis. Phillies could advance with a victory tonight. So you're up to date on what's going on in MLB right now. We're going to jump over to the Northern Sun. Unbeaten team in the Northern Sun. Sioux Falls, another win today. And the voice of the Cougars, Tom Frederick. And after a big win over Augustana, uh, they they didn't uh, have a letdown today, did they? They did not, Steve. Uh, they improved to 6-0 and zero on the year with a 35-14 win over Southwest Minnesota State here in Sioux Falls at Bob Young Field. It clinched the Cougars' 28th consecutive winning season. That is the fourth longest active streak, whether it be D1, D2, or Division Three, or the NAIA for that matter. Today's win was the ninth in a row for Sioux Falls dating the last year, and it was the 10th victory without a loss versus Southwest Minnesota State since USF joined the Northern Sun in 2012. They jumped out to a 28-0 first quarter lead, opening the scoring on a 22-yard throw from Adam Mullen to Carter Slykehouse. And then it was thunder and lightning after that. Thunder being Thurl Reisdorfer, the NSIC's second leading rusher. He uh, had his fifth straight 100-yard day. 11 carries, 126 yards, touchdown runs of 28 and 47 yards. And then the lightning is Landon Freeman, the fastest Cougar. He runs a 10-700, a 4-4-40. He had eight carries for 136 yards today, touchdown runs of 23 yards and 75 yards. Reisdorfer became the ninth Cougar to pass the 3,000-yard rushing mark with his 126 yards. He now sits at 3,113 for his career. The uh, Mustangs lost quarterback Justice McComb early in the game, was replaced by freshman John Romero, who rushed for a touchdown in the first half, and uh, handed off to Donald Austin. 31 times, Austin replacing the league's leading rusher, Jesse Sherwood, who was out with a hit pointer. Austin, for the second week in a row, cracked the century mark. In fact, today, he went past 200 yards. 31 carries, 217 yards, and a four-yard run for the Mustangs, who saw their four-game winning streak come to a halt today. Cougars at 6-0 and with the win, the lone unbeaten, as you mentioned, in the NSIC traveling to the University of Mary next weekend, 2 o'clock kick in Bismarck. Southwest Minnesota State dropping to 4-2 and two on the season, and the Mustangs will entertain Winona State next Saturday at 1 over in Marshall. Final score again, Steve, USF 35, Southwest Minnesota State 
14. All right, very good, Tom. Always good to visit with you. Safe travels to Bismarck. And I, I, I know the, the, the map, Paul, and I know you do as well. You go to Fargo and hang a lot to get to Maryland. You got it. So. <laughs> All right. Safe travels, Tom. Good to visit with you. Bye-bye. All right. Tom Frederick, uh, the longtime voice of the University of Sioux Falls Cougars. 35-14, they remain unbeaten. Uh, here's some other scores. Bemidji State beat Concordia St. Paul, 44 rip. UMD beat Mary, 49-14. Jeff Papas had a game report. MSU Moore had beat Minot State, 36-14. Good win for the Dragons. Augustana leading Upper Iowa 21-7, that game in the third. And Northern State leading Winona State now late fourth in Aberdeen. Northern State up 42-14. The other final, Wayne State beats Minnesota State. Mike Groves joins us from Wayne, Nebraska. Now, Mike, big win for Wayne State. Yeah, it was. Listening to Tom's report about how USF has beaten Southwest uh, every time they've uh, played in the NSIC. Well, after Minnesota State had beaten Wayne State 12 straight meetings since the Mavericks joined the NSIC, Wayne State now, with today's win, has beaten Minnesota State twice. And today's game was a shootout, 41-33 the final. Uh, The two teams combined for 1,086 yards in the contest but actually the story of the game was a couple of uh, costly Mankato turnovers, which turned into 14 Wayne State points. And Wayne State also got a blocked PAT kick, and uh, the Cats hang on for a 41-33 win after they had built a 27-3 lead midway through the second quarter. A couple of interesting plays uh, that Wayne State scored on in the first quarter. Uh, Anthony Watkins for Wayne State. It appeared as he was tackled, but his knee did not hit the ground. A lot of players gave up on the play. He bounces off of a Mankato defensive lineman and then raced 67 yards. That was the first touchdown of the game. And then uh, early in the second quarter, Dwell Fly picked up a fumble off of uh, Minnesota State's freshman quarterback, Camden Dean. And he raced 34 yards for a touchdown, and at that point gave Wayne State a 24-3 lead. Cats were up 27-3, and then late second quarter, early in the third, the Mavericks started getting their mojo going offensively. They got as close as 27-20, but then Wayne State got a Jacob Kaiser three-yard touchdown run, capped a 90-yard 11-play drive. That put the Cats up 34-20. After Minnesota State got within eight again at 34-26, Wayne State with 10:42 left in the game got a 27-yard touchdown pass from Nick Bowen to David Elder, and the Cats were up 41-26. Uh, Minnesota State did score with a minute 20 left, made it 41-33. Wayne State recovers the onside kick and they go into victory formation for the win. Uh, some stat leaders for Wayne State: Anthony Watkins, 116 yards rushing on the ground with one score. Nick Bowen, the uh, versatile sophomore quarterback for the Cats, ran for 93, completed 10 of 16 passes for another 266 and two scores. So total offense today, he had uh, just over 306 yards. And entering the week, he was third in the NSIC in total offense per game. Wayne State's now 5-1 and one with the win. Minnesota State drops to 4-2. and two. Wayne State has another tough assignment next Saturday. They have to play at Augustana in Sioux Falls. Again, the final this afternoon from Wayne America. 
Wayne State outlasts Minnesota State 41-33. This is Wayne State Sports Information Director Mike Gross. Outstanding. Thanks so much, Mike. Always good to visit with you. We're going to stay in the northern sun and go up north. Bemidji State at home, and the Beavers get a big victory. And former WCCO producer, current Baltimore Orioles radio engineer, and voice of the Beavers, Kevin Reed, joining us on the line. Kevin, it's been a while. How are you doing? It has been, Steve. Uh, how have you been? Yeah, good. Hanging in there. And uh, here we are, uh, October, football weather, and Bemidji State playing well. And they are. They've won four straight now after dropping their first two by a combined total of four points. Again, they're four and two, posting a 44 to nothing win today over Concordia St. Paul. Uh, again, Bemidji State, a little bit of a slow start as they have done offensively this season. They led 13 nothing at the half. They put up 31 points in the second half to pull out the win. Uh, looking at uh, team numbers, total yardage, Bemidji State finished with 552 yards of total offense to only 236 for the Bears. Six different players scored six touchdowns today for Bemidji State, and that always makes everyone happy in the film room the next day. Bemidji State posting 35 first downs to only 13 for Concordia St. Paul today. Uh, As I mentioned, 31 points in the second half. Bemidji State just grinding its way and getting a couple of turnovers, the only turnovers of the game, recovering a couple fumbles in the second half from Concordia St. Paul to help them as well. Individually for Bemidji State, another day for Brandon Alt. The junior went 17 of 26, 255 yards and two touchdowns. His backup, Sam McGath, also threw two touchdowns. Uh, receiving touchdowns today for Bemidji State, Brendan Bolio had a touchdown and 140 yards receiving on seven receptions. Also receiving touchdowns for Grant Glazier, Bryce Duffy, and Jake Hill. Running the ball, Bemidji State was focused on running today. Jalen Fry finished with 22 carries for 104 yards and a touchdown. And also with a touchdown on the ground, backup Jarrett Gronsky later in the game for Bemidji State. Uh, Concordia St. Paul could never get their offense going. Uh, They were led in rushing by Jalen Richardson. He had 16 carries for 84 yards. And the passing game also never got going. Connor Quartz, quarterback for the Bears, was 12 of 28 for 134 yards. So Bemidji State again wins their fourth straight. The final was 44 to nothing, and they continue to push forward and try to go 1-0 and each week. And that battle axe game is in Moorhead next Saturday. That should be quite a tussle as uh, records in that game never really mean much, Steve. Yeah, and uh, Kevin, easy road trip. Bemidji to Moorhead, that's not bad in the Northern Sun. That's not bad at all, and I'm certain the weather is going to be better than the last trip that the Beavers made to Moorhead when we had snow and sleet and slush, and it was just a complete and utter mess. And so we're we're looking forward to better weather next Saturday for the drive over. Yeah, the the, the weather looks uh, pretty good ne- next week in the Fargo-Moorhead area. Maybe windy, but uh, it's not going to be snowing the way it looks. All right, Kevin, yeah, good to visit with you. It's always windy Moorhead. We're used to that. <laughs> That's right. All right, Kevin, good to visit with you. Take care. Thanks, Steve. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, there he is, Kevin Reed. Uh, once again, Baltimore Orioles radio engineer uh, gets back to northern Minnesota and uh, calling Bemidji State football uh, this fall. Once upon a time, uh, Twins radio network engineer and a producer 
here at WCC Radio. Quick bake. Uh, more college football final coming up. We'll have the Big Ten. We'll have the Top 25 scoreboard with Jonathan Lowe. We'll have more game reports. And don't forget, if you missed some scores out of the MIAC or the Northern Sun or, for that matter, the WIAC, don't go away. We'll have those as well here on News Talk. E3O, WCCO. College football final here on a Saturday at News Talk. E3O, WCCO. We'll have another weather update at 5.30. We will preview Vikings-Bears in the games coming up on Sunday, Sunday night, and Monday in the NFL uh, before we say goodbye. Uh, I might uh, squeeze a couple of picks out of Jonathan Lowe. Uh, before we say goodbye and an NFL Sunday, uh, Vikes Bears tomorrow at high noon. So, so that's on the way. Right now, let's get you up to date on the local scoreboard. If you're wondering, if you're just tuning in, you're out and about. Here's what happened in the MIAC today: Bethel beat Hamlin 49 to 14. Hope to get a game report on that one. A big win for the Royals in Arden Hills. It was Concordia beating McAllister 36 to seven. Ian Moore ahead today. The Cobbers get the W. St. John's on the road at Augsburg in Minneapolis. Johnny's win, 45-0. Gustavus all over St. Scholastica, 77-7. The Gusties were up at one point in that game, 61-0. And it was Carlton winning the Goad Trophy, beating St. Olaf in the Battle of Northfield, 26-7. In the WIAC today, Whitewater won in Eau Claire, 45-24. Lacrosse wins at Stout, 42-21. It was River Falls beating Oshkosh, 27-24. Nice win for River Falls. And it's Plantville beating Stevens Point, 31-3. And we had a number of game reports already out of the Northern Sun. And uh, here are those finals again. Bemidji State beat Concordia St. Paul, 44-0. UMD beat Mary, 49-14. we had that game report earlier from Jeff Papis. MSU Moore had beat Minot State. Uh, the final there, 36-14. to Good win for the Dragons. Northern State has defeated Winona State in Aberdeen, 42-21. to Sioux Falls remains unbeaten. The lone unbeaten in the Northern Sun so far this season. Final 35-14 Cougars over Southwest Minnesota State. Wayne State beat Minnesota State 41-33. to We had a game report on that one. Uh, the Mavs fall to 4-2 and overall on the season. Uh, the only game still in progress, Augustana leading Upper Iowa 21-7 in Sioux Falls that game early in the fourth. Uh, we're going to turn it over to the Big Ten and the Top 25 uh, at the moment right now. Jonathan Lowe is going to jump in and run through those scores. Uh, I, I, th- I think we probably have enough time to squeeze them in, Jonathan. Well, let's uh, actually get to some someone first. We uh, actually have a new game report that's come in with uh, oh. from Augsburg. All right, let's bring in Don Stoner. Uh, Don, we'll wait for the Big Ten in the top 25. We certainly don't want to make you wait. Uh, Don, uh, St. John's <laughs> oh, came to you. Augsburg today in Minneapolis. Because waiting to give a, a game report on a 45 nothing loss is never fun. <laughs> um, but... Uh, but we have to give it anyway. You have to give the scores good or bad. And St. John's uh, ranked sixth by D3Football.com, eighth by the AFCA. Uh, comes into Edor Nelson Field and spoils Augsburg's homecoming. 45 nothing victory. They scored on their first three possessions of the game. Took a 21 nothing lead after one quarter. And that was a lot of what uh, St. John's did all afternoon. They gained 485 yards of total offense. They forced four Augsburg turnovers. 
also scored, uh, ended up scoring 17 points off of those Augsburg turnovers and a couple more drives at Augsburg was stalled on downs that St. John's was able to turn into offense and points, and Augsburg limited to 227 yards of total offense by the Johnny defense. Henry Trost for St. John's rushed for two first-quarter touchdowns. Um, Troy Fetterman rushed six times for 57 yards and a second-quarter touchdown. Um, Quarterback Aaron Severson, 18 of 30 passing for 214 yards and two touchdowns. He also rushed for a touchdown five times for 78 yards. Augsburg quarterback uh, Cade Sheehan, 11 of 22 passes for 124 yards. Braden Treader, six receptions for 65 yards. Dominic Smith, eight catches for 38 yards. Defensively, Augsburg was led by Jario Lopez-Barrera and Camden Carlson-Mathis, who each had 10 tackles. St. John's, Hayden Sanders, Eric Bjork with seven tackles each, and Amari Curtis had a sack and a half. Augsburg next weekend uh, travels down to St. Paul and takes on McAllister in the first of two straight road games for the Augies. And St. John's has St. Olaf down in Northfield next Saturday. All right, very good, Don. Thanks for the call, and we'll visit with you down the road. Sounds good. There he is, Don Stoner, longtime sports information director at Augsburg and a regular contributor to the program here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Look ahead. He mentioned St. John's at St. Olaf, Augsburg at McAllister next week. St. Scholastica makes a trip to Carlton. They're basking in the glow of the GOAT trophy tonight after uh, beating St. Olaf today. Uh, Concordia travels to Bethel and Arden Hills, and Gustavus will make the trip to St. Paul and play Hamlin. Quick break. We'll have the weather. Then, Big Ten Top 25 scores more game reports here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. We continue. We've had a number of game reports already, and we've got one right now. John Webking uh, from Minnesota State Moore ahead, and the Dragons get a victory today. Yes, the Dragons won 36-14 to over the Minot State Beavers today in our homecoming uh, game. We had uh, a freshman quarterback, Jack Strand, really come out of his shell today, went 38-50 of 50 for 383 yards and two touchdowns, rushed for one as well. Ryan Bieberdorf had 12 catches and a career-high 196 yards in a touchdown. No turnovers today for the Dragons. It's a season-high 36 total points and offensive yards and 486 in the win. All right, outstanding, John. Thanks for the call, and I hope to visit with you again uh, down the road. I know uh, Bemidji State next Saturday. Yeah, Beavers back-to-back weeks. All right. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us, John. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right, there he is, John Webking once again, uh, taking over for Tom Berg, who called into the program uh, for many, many years. Once again, Minnesota State Moorhead beats Minot State 36-14 in the Northern Sun. And a real quick trip around the Northern Sun scoreboard again. Bemidji State beat Concordia 44-0. UMD over Mary 49-14. It was Northern State beating Winona State 42-21. Sioux Falls remains unbeaten, beating Southwest Minnesota State 35-14. Cougars have dominated that series over the Mustangs. Augustana pulling away from Upper Iowa 24-7. That came midway through the fourth. And Wayne State knocks off visiting Minnesota State 41-33. Speaking of scores, Big Ten top 25. Jonathan Lowe, are you ready? All right, let's go to David Pape first. Jonathan Lowe, not quite ready, but David Pape is. Uh, Let's jump back over to the MIAC today. And 
on that MIAC scoreboard today, uh, it was uh, St. Olaf and Carlton today, the uh, world-famous Goad Trophy on the line. David, uh, smiles all around for the Knights. Yep, on the east side of the Cannon River, lots of happy faces today. Carlton improves to 5-0 and on the season. It's the Knights' first 5-0 and start since 2008 as they took back possession of the Goat Trophy with the 26-7 victory over their rivals from across the river. On a day that Carlton quarterback Jonathan Singleton broke the program's career passing record, it was actually his legs that did significant damage as he ran for a career-best 132 yards and added a five-yard touchdown run. Singleton did end up with 157 passing yards and two more throw, scoring strikes through the air allowing Carlton to finish with a 452-242 to advantage in total offense. The game was scoreless until Singleton connected with tight end Nintense Obono on a fourth and goal from the five-yard line in the waiting seconds of the first quarter. St. Olaf answered right back early in the second with a scoring drive of its own, capped by a 40-yard touchdown pass from Theo Doran to Peyton Schott. Carlton was able to carry a 10-7 lead in intermission thanks to a 16-play scoring drive that culminated with a Trent Ramirez 20-yard field goal in the closing seconds. Another long Carlton drive early in the third quarter resulted in another Ramirez field goal, making it 13-7. And then Singleton made it a two-possession game when he barreled in from five yards out with just over two minutes remaining in the third quarter. The fourth quarter was all about defense for Carlton. Two back-to-back uh, interceptions on back-to-back possessions, the second of which by Isaac Simons gave the Knights the ball back on the doorstep. And Singleton and Obono connected for the second time of the day. This one a 16-yard scoring strike that concluded the scoring, making the score 26-7. to Aiden Chang did a lot of the dirty work for the Knights as they finished with 295 yards on the ground. He had a career-best 115 yards, most of that between the tackles in support of Singleton and his teammates. Things don't get any easier for St. Olaf next week as they host St. John's while the Knights will welcome St. Scholastica to Laird Stadium for homecoming. All right, very good, David. Uh, Congrats. Go trophy to Carlton this year. Uh, Once again, smiles all around. Yeah, two trophies in two weeks, so lots of happy faces on the Carlton campus. Yeah, and, and no doubt. Thanks, David. All right, thanks, Steve. Uh, there he is, David Pape from Carlton once again. Uh, the Knights take down the Yolis. Uh, Go Trophy game 26-7. It was Bethel beating Hamlin 49-14. Concordia beat McAllister 36-7. Gustavus rolled over St. Scholastica 77-7. And St. John's winner at Augsburg 45-0. And uh, finally, let, let's jump over to the WIAC while we have a moment. All finals on this Saturday, October 8th. Whitewater beat Eau Claire 45-24. Lacrosse wins at Stout 42-21. River Falls knocks off Oshkosh. Big win for the Falcons 27-24. Platteville wins big at Stevens Point 31-3. All right, Jonathan, are you ready now for a Big Ten and Top 25 scoreboard check? All right, he is. Yeah, the music says I'm ready. The music finally says <laughs> yes. I am ready to go with this uh, scoreboard update. As we now see the leaves turning, it's it's got that feel in the air. Pumpkin spice is everywhere. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but really, forget the pumpkin spice. Forget the corn mazes. Forget the leaves falling. It is a pigskin day because it's another Saturday in the fall, y'all. College football here, there, and everywhere, and we get it rolling, as always, in the Big Ten, where 
Wisconsin is trying to get back to 500 after a very lackluster start to the season. They will do so. It is late in the fourth quarter in Evanston, and the Badgers lead 42-7 to over Northwestern. Northwestern, after winning their opening game of the season in Ireland against Nebraska, are looking at five losses in a row, dropping to one and five on the season. It's late in the third quarter in East Lansing, and it is really late for the Michigan State Spartans. Number three, Ohio State is on the doorstep of another touchdown, fourth and goal on the two, and they're going for it. Really? Instant update from East Lansing. C.J. Stroud tosses another touchdown pass again, now up 48-13 to in the third quarter. They went for it on fourth and goal from the two. Your thoughts real quick, Steve. Why not? Wow. I just, whoo, Mel Tucker, I don't know if he's going to like that going down the road. Uh, so anyway, Ohio State looking good to get to 6-0 on the season. Already 6-0, number four, Michigan. They are uh, winners over Indiana today, 31-10 on the road for the Wolverines. Also today, Purdue with the win on the road at Maryland. The uh, Terrapins fall after being up, I believe, late in the game. Uh, Purdue wins 31-29. to It is about 45 minutes until kickoff in Champaign, where Iowa will take on Illinois. The winner of that game may have a little bit a higher of a leg up in the Big Ten West standings because, again, the Gophers lost last week to Purdue. Purdue trying to get back up in that conference division, I'm sorry, division title race as we go through the season. Last night in Piscataway, it was Nebraska coming back from a 13-0 halftime deficit to win 14-13 over Rutgers to the top 25 scoreboard, and it is uh, it's really not a close contest right now in Athens. It is late in the fourth quarter, and number two Georgia is now up 35-10 on Auburn between the hedges. Number seven Oklahoma State is in a tussle with Texas Tech. It is early in the fourth quarter. The Cowboys lead 34-31 over the Red Raiders. Number 18 Utah, number 11 I'm sorry, number 18 UCLA is hosting number 11 Utah in an entertaining game at the Rose Bowl. UCLA got a fumble, returned it back inside the five, and just scored to go up 42-25 on the Utes, and UCLA trying to get to 6-0 on the season as well. The end of the third quarter in Nashville, Vanderbilt was leading Ole Miss at the half. Ole Miss said, no, 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 this ain't going to do. The number 9th-ranked Rebels now 38-20 leaders over Vanderbilt, 21 nothing in the third quarter to Ole Miss. In the late portions of the third quarter in Tempe, Arizona State, they fired Herm Edwards a couple weeks ago, didn't have a great showing last week. They have a good showing this week. They lead number 21 Washington, 38-24. to Finals, this one just went final. Number 24 Cincinnati, they win 28-24 over South Florida. Number 23 Mississippi State, they win 40-17 to over Arkansas. It was number 17 TCU undefeated at number 19 Kansas undefeated on the season. In Lawrence, and the TCU Horn Frogs get to five and zero. They survive against Kansas, thirty eight thirty one. The final. Uh, Jaden Daniels, the uh, 
all everything quarterback for Kansas left late in the first half with an injury, but the Jayhawks still scored 28 points. It was a 28-28 second half, and that lead for TCU at the half was telling. Number 8, Tennessee, they're now 5-0 and on the season. They route number 25, LSU, 40-13. to Coming up in just about 45 minutes, number four, 15, Wake Forest, will host Army. Also at 6.30, number 16, BYU, will take on Notre Dame and in neutral site, Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Number 5, Clemson, will be on on the road to take on Boston College. Number 20, Kansas State, will be in Ames to take on Iowa State. Number 13, Kentucky, will be at home taking on South Carolina. Number 6, USC, at home taking on Washington State. And then a little bit later tonight, all those games were 630 games. A little bit later tonight, number nine, uh, 14, NC State will host Florida State, number one Alabama in that long-awaited match, taking on Texas A&M in Tuscaloosa. Number 12, Oregon, will be at the road in Tucson, on the road in Tucson, taking on Arizona. To FCS, the Missouri Valley, where North Dakota State was a winner today, 31-26 on the road at Indiana State. Num- uh, I believe number four or five FCS, uh, the top five ranked team in FCS, South Dakota State. They win over rival South Dakota today in Brookings, 28-3. Northern Iowa in Cedar Falls losing at the half to Illinois State, 20-14. North Dakota is underway at Youngstown State, and the Fighting Hawks have a fighting 14-5 lead over of the Penguins early in the second quarter. Also today, St. Thomas, a winner in the Pioneer League. They win at home today over Davidson, an impressive win, 27-16. And there was one other game I wanted to note real quick. We haven't mentioned it today. We usually do because one of these teams is usually in the top 25 in the, during the season. The Red River rivalry, Red River yes, showdown, Red River right. shootout. There's a there's a score note that I just want to mention. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma usually play. They usually play tight games. Usually play exciting games. This was none of that today. Texas beats Oklahoma forty nine to nothing at the Cotton Bowl. Oklahoma was ranked sixth in the country three weeks ago. They've had three consecutive losses to to Kansas State, to TCU, and now to Texas. They are now 3 and 3 and 0 and 3 in the Big 12. 30 point losses, plus point losses for Oklahoma in back-to-back weeks for the first time in program history. Yeah, they they have to be freaking out in Norman and beyond. The roof has caved in. It's it's unbelievable. Brett Venables who was the former Oklahoma defensive coordinator before he joined Dabo Sweeney at Clemson was one of the hottest coaching uh, recruits, the, one of the hottest coaching tickets over the last few years. Yeah. He got this job. He started off well. It is not going well right now. And everybody oh. looking at Lincoln Riley saying, man, why'd you have to do that to us? Yeah, and, and the thing is, losing to Texas in that Red River rivalry in the Cotton Bowl like that, ooh, that – that does not bold well. Losing to Kansas State or TCU, as you mentioned, that's one thing. Getting blown out by Texas in that game, uh, not good. Things are going bad in Norman right now. All right, we got to run to a break. We'll come back. Uh, if we can sneak in another game report or two, we will. We will talk a little NFL, Vikes and Bears tomorrow. Uh, season's moving right along. By the way, uh, Green Bay, 
plays the New York Giants in London bright and early tomorrow morning. We'll get into that in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Putting a wrap on the program today, uh, NFL. Let's do a, a quick look at games involving the NFC North and Jonathan Lowe's Kansas City Chiefs. Bright and early tomorrow morning in London, Giants-Packers. Uh, the current line, packed by 8, over under 41.5. Quick prediction, Jonathan. I think Green Bay has found a bit of a groove. They're getting some receivers into the mix. Christian Watson came in last week and did a couple things. I think Green Bay is going to be too much to handle for the Giants. I, I would take Green Bay. I would probably take them with the points. Yeah, I, I, I say they win and cover as well. All right, the Lions, one and three. Um, Dan Campbell and the decision-making at the end of the Viking game still makes me shake my head uh, against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Uh, by the way, New England favored by three and a half. Um, Got to go New England, right? To be honest, yes, New England's defense should be able to hold down Detroit's offense. I don't see it. I believe in Detroit's offense. I know DeAndre Swift is out, but Jamal Williams is there. I know I'm in Ross St. Brown. I think he might be coming back, but they've got other receivers there. I believe in this offense to be better than that New England defense tomorrow. And with wow. Bailey Zappi, I believe, at quarterback for New England, I, where do they get their offense? I have the Lions in an upset. Wow. All right. I'm going to stick with New England and my gut that Dan Campbell's going to find a way to screw this up at the end of the football game, even if his team plays well enough to win. Like, they deserve to beat the Vikings at U.S. Bank Stadium. All right, let's jump over to your Kansas City Chiefs. They will play on Monday night. As you said during the break, it's Raiders week. Kansas City favored by seven, the over-under, a big one in the NFL. 51-and-a-half. Does Kansas City go to a 4 and one I think they do. I think they're starting to figure some things out. Uh, the, the, I'll just say this real quick. Last week in Tampa, I had Tampa Bay beat, winning that game because their defense had looked lights out. That was maybe the most impressive offensive showing I have ever seen out of a Chiefs team, period. And that includes like the 2003 Chiefs that were scoring up yep. and down the field. That was impressive last week. And I don't think the Raiders have enough to hold them. Uh, to to hold them to to beat them, but it's a division game. Anything can happen in a division game. I think it will be close. I would take the Raiders to and the points, but I would take Kansas City to win. All right, Kansas City wins, but does not cover. I tend to agree. Just because I have Patrick Mahomes as my fantasy quarterback. Kansas City in a route, I think they'll win and cover. By the way, congratulations to you a couple weeks ago on your win over me. Thank you. Well, uh, congratulations, it, it, sir. It, it was tight. It was tight. I needed it. I, I'm back to 500 after a couple of bad beats early in the season. All right, finally, Vikes-Bears. I'm going to just say this. Forget the over-under. Forget the line. Flip a coin. I have no idea how this could go. Uh, if I had to pick, Vikings tight. Vikings better win tomorrow. That's all I got to say. All right, we got to run. News coming up. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.